I only do this because calories. I have to <laughs> counteract yeah. and work off those calories. This really changes that whole thing because instead of like, I have to burn X amount of calories with this, you're thinking instead of like, all of the benefits that you're going to get from the snack exercise, like, oh, I need some energy right now. I'm going to do 50 air squats. Like, it's it's the gains instead of the things that you need to lose. And I definitely like that. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and bad diets, How do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Thick Thigh Save Labs podcast. I'm Kelsey. We're back. I'm Rachel. I'm providing all of the, how should we say, happiness? Enthusiasm? No. <laughs> I'm providing the smiles today, because, which is an odd role for me. <laughs> I don't usually thrive in that role, but Kelsey's cranky. Cranky Kelsey. <laughs> cranky Kelsey is back again. <laughs> cranky Kelsey back again. Party all party people. She's gonna be so cranky today. And you know what? I am making space for your crankiness, not insisting that you be anything else but cranky and also saying like embrace your cranky stop trying embrace your cranky so okay two things i gotta tell you guys number one i think you because the last time i had a cranky episode everyone afterwards was like you weren't even cranky and i was like you don't have to be nice to me about it (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is when people know you really well they notice your cranky more than anyone else would notice. So you pick up on it and like everyone else would probably be like, oh, totally normal. That's thing number one. Thing number two, I had an incident this morning. Oh my God. Yeah. An incident? An incident this morning that was very upsetting to me with a bird. Oh no. Yeah. And it was a it, it, it's a seagull. What the what? <laughs> If you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing out. <laughs> as soon as my arms are going, I was like, what? Hi. <laughs> okay, so it was a seagull, which is not really a bird. I mean, it's kind of like. You know, there's a there's plenty of them. The but... rat. The rat. <laughs> the birds. It's I'm like the. insult them now. <laughs> sorry, seagull. So, you know, when something like that happens in the morning, it sets me off really in a weird, Did you weird way. I I don't think I don't think the seagull made it. Oh boy. I and but I don't know if it was all I don't know. The it was a highway. There's no way to avoid 
a bird on a highway. Like I would have caused a giant accident. So it was, it's a whole thing, but I'm one of those people that just like, I'm like, okay, you got to let this go. It's seven o'clock in the morning. Like you can't let this ruin your whole day. And then like, I'm just like, man, what about the seagull? And it just keeps coming back to haunt me. Is this, is this every person or you think? I mean, you were like that with the worms, too. Do you remember that? Oh, the worms. Kelsey has been a lifelong worm saver. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a sexual thing. It's like a literal earthworm. (laughs) Since she was little, she would go out after every rainstorm and save every worm who had been displaced from their home due to flooding. Flooding, (laughs) yes. Flooding, That's what it is. Their home got flooded and they were displaced and they were going to dry out. And she would go out every single time and, and put the worms back in their homes. And she took it hard if any didn't make it. And a lot of them, they were dry, but we, you know, if she was, she was pretty young and we were like, yeah, 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 it's okay. Just put it in the dirt. It'll be fine. But now you're old enough to know that that seagull probably RIP and you've always had a soft spot for. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom of the barrel creatures, you know? You know, I feel like a lot of moms will relate to this because, well, I don't know. I don't know how your kids are, but like, you know, there are some things you don't bring in the house and like buckets of worms in a rainstorm is probably on the list of things that you don't want like coming into your home. And I distinctly remember like coming in the basement and being like, no one will know. Cause every time I walked in, my mom would be like, get out of here with those worms. And I'm like, you're a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) I remember like calling her a murderer worms (laughs) and you just have to go back to some of those things and and we're like that was probably not the right level of murderer (laughs) (laughs) i mean we're all living on our own plane and that's okay listen everybody it's probably become a beautiful part of the earth now and it will nurture some Sing out another seagull, grow. probably. Oh god, they're relentless. <laughs> seagull cannibalism is Thanks. the topic for today's podcast. <laughs> My god. Well, I I just want to mention before we get started on our topic because I, I you know I, you know I do love to talk about myself. I promised last week. Well, actually, I'm not sure how these are going to air, but I promised after the birthday that I was going to do some extreme things. And I just didn't want anyone to be disappointed. I did. I caught my own bangs. I was going to bring up your bangs. Okay. Because I was just feeling extreme. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? My, my hairdresser's on maternity leave. And I was like, this is a super bad idea. And I don't care. And the other thing I did was I just, I tattooed my face. <laughs> and when I say it like that, it sounds way cooler, right? <laughs> You have to go on YouTube to see Rachel's face tattoo. Tattoo. I I did a tattoo on my face and I also cut my own bangs. And that is how I recovered from all that goes into the birthday. And you know what? I'm feeling good about it. I love my face tattoo. I, my bangs are very uneven, but who gives a shit? And I, I just, I let out the demons. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Something yeah. about cutting your own bangs. The demons just 
it's a it's a meme it's a whole thing oh, it i mean is? every girl knows though like if your friend or your sister texts you like right after a breakup and they're like i think i should get bangs you go like no lord farquaad <laughs> <laughs> Like that is the like automatic like bottom line response to just like give it a couple days. Wait a week. You know I mean? Wait a week. Wait a week. Yeah. Usually, I mean, that's the birthday for me. Is yeah. like whatever you're thinking of doing, just wait a week. But um, I didn't. I went right out. And- no, I think this was a great decision though. So like all of those, you know, uh, guys, don't get me wrong. If you're asking me for advice when your friend or your, your sister calls you and says like, should I cut my bangs right now? I'm holding the scissors. Like you should, you sh- your automatic should say no, but this is kind of the exception to that because I think they look phenomenal. Whether they do or they don't. Hair grows back and I needed to cut something (laughs) and I chose my hair and, um, and yeah, sometimes you just got to let out those demons. Things are so hot right now. Things are having a moment. They really are. You know, cause we're all, we're going back to, we're just doing the nineties over. So we're going to repeat that. Yeah. And you know, it could be worse. There's worse things. There's worse things. So you guys, what we're going to talk to you today about is like a, a big trend in the fitness and health industry. We like to talk about trends because they are one of those things that when they come around, it you know, everybody's jumping on it and some of them are great and some of them are crap. And I think that it's really important to disconcern what's good, what's bad and if anything's necessarily good or bad, or if like any of these trends have a spot in your life that could fit. And we have a trend today called snacksercising. It's kind of like jazzercising. No, it's nothing like jazzercising. Where was jazzercise? Was that the 90s too? Yeah, in your wind Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, so it is, it's it's snackersizing. What is it? <laughs> it's snackersizing. Snackersizing yes. is coming instead of jazzercising. Windbreaks are windbreakers are optional for this one. You can't it, it, if you want to swish while you do it. That's good. If you don't, if you prefer sensory wise to not ever swish again. Auditory feedback. Oh, I can't. I, that was a hard ass thing for me because, like, even if I wasn't swishing, other people were swishing, and like I told you how my I, I have this thing, and it's yeah. like Is there wasn't one of the things. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any, any like extra, like, Mm -hmm. I have a pair of pants that currently swish. And every time I put them on, I'm like, I'm swishing around. Don't come near me. me. I will, I will get rid of you. I will will burn those pants. All right. So snacks are sizing or workout snacks. Workout snacks are hot right now, and what a workout snack is, is it's basically a movement break throughout the day, and it's short, they're snack size workouts, and people are using this in multiple ways. Some people are using it as a replacement for their typical like one hour session, and some people are using it in addition, and what experts are doing right now is like looking at the benefits of working out in short little bursts throughout the day compared to an hour long session and like how those kind of like what's the benefits of each is there one that's superior is there one uh, we're always trying to maximize you know anything that we're doing we want the best of the best version 
of whatever it is. So these snack exercises are basically anywhere from three minutes to 30 minutes. It's just a, a bite size workout and they don't need equipment. They don't need, you know, special gear, clothes changing. They, it's just basically taking three minutes, getting your heart rate up and then going back to whatever you're doing and doing that multiple times a day. And experts are looking at how that is beneficial to the body versus a more traditional session or versus nothing. Yeah. I think it's interesting how we continuously, like as exercise has evolved and all of us have evolved, we are just looking at different ways that we can do something very quickly and get it into our day. Like everyone's moving very quickly. And is, I think it's interesting that we are so overwhelmed by a lot of these tasks that it has become a really big need to make them feel less overwhelming in order to get them in. And movement is one of those things where we really, we overcomplicate, we overthink it. We, we make it and and then to no one's fault, to no individual's fault, because this has been pushed on us so much with like every different diet, every different exercise, you have to do this one, you have to do this one this many times, how many reps for this type of tone, fat loss. Like we have really convoluted the entire conversation around movement and fitness when the ultimate goal, when we really peel it back is to live a happier, healthier life and to get some movement in on a daily basis and to make our lives and our movement throughout our lives less painful and more enjoyable. And when it comes down to snack exercising, am I saying that right? Snack exercising? Yes. <laughs> snack exercising. You're giving me side eye every time you say it, like, please correct me, help me. I'm out here drowning. No, you're, you, no, you I don't know it. a thing. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got it. Perfect. When it comes to that and, and looking to incorporate those things in. My immediate response is always something is always better than nothing. And in our lifestyles where we continue to leave a more sedentary lifestyle, it really is so beneficial to get some movement in throughout the day. This is why I kind of love this trend so much is because like you don't have to carve out this massive amount of time to get to the gym necessarily. And you could add it in addition to some of that gym time where this could really be maximizing the other things that you're doing and reframing that because movement maximizes your your brain's activity throughout the rest of the day and your productivity. So taking some of that like five, 10 minutes to set aside for some movement increases your productivity after that, that 10 minutes is so worth it. It's so worth it. And the quality of your life is really finally, maybe it's just a small subset I'm in because sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't believe everybody's finally on the train of like, we're not doing this for to be skinny. We're not doing this because we hate ourselves. We're, we're finally seeing some trends in fitness that are like based around the thing of like living your best life, like increasing your quality of life. And I, I don't know if that's just my echo chamber, but this definitely represents that whole mindset shift is like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe it's not about this perfect 
session every single day in which there are no barriers and you get there and you're in your favorite leggings and everything goes perfectly, all the equipment is available and you've been given the right plan by a five-star trainer and you've drank all the water and, and everything is literally just perfect for you to just maximize fitness, muscle gains, you know, if you have weight loss goals, like all of this stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, how many people are actually doing that? Okay. So if we're talking to like a subset of a subset of a subset, like a very small percentage of people, then we're really not reaching the masses with the kinds of hacks that can actually improve their life. Right. So what I love about this is that it doesn't require any of the typical things that we kind of see as barriers when we talk to like people about fitness. It doesn't require a lot of time. It doesn't require equipment. It doesn't require a ton of gear. It doesn't require a ton of workout knowledge or even a workout program. And so I just, first of all, I just love accessibility in fitness. I think it's been lacking for so long that anything that promotes accessibility, I'm like freaking like a full on stand up clap, like not a golf clap. Like I'm like, like accessibility is it. But there also is a ton of science to back this up because, you know, I know my, my, my research people, my people that are going to over-research this. And do it. <laughs> We've like, done it for you. <laughs> We've done it for you because, uh, you know, there are people that are going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If it's not the best way to do it, I don't want to do it that way. And it's like, okay, I hear that, but here's, here's the science to back it up that breaking up your exercise into smaller movements throughout the day comparatively to a one hour workout has been shown in multiple studies to have exactly the same benefits. So when we're looking at things of about like metabolic health, endurance, muscles that are experiencing atrophy, significant amounts of atrophy from the prolonged sitting that we're doing. When we think about these things in terms of snack exercising, we're saying like, Okay, if you're not convinced, if you, I will say this, we're big proponents of that you need some kind of resistance training. I am never going to say that there should be no weights, especially for women. I always think there should be weights. But what I'm saying is, is that not only does this fit for people who are saying like, well, I was going to do nothing. And I'm going to do this instead. That's always going to be better. But it also fits for people who are like, I have an hour long gym session that is going to include weights and resistance training. This is also so beneficial to them because the way that we are metabolizing food and protein synthesis that's happening is getting totally crushed by prolonged periods of sitting. And every single study is showing that these little exercise breaks throughout the day, especially after you eat, is helping the amino acids get to your muscles for protein synthesis so that you can repair damaged muscles, that you can recover faster. So this fits for everyone, which like 
great athletes who are like, I, I have no problem getting in my gym sessions. Like I have been doing this for years. If it's for you and if it's for brand new people that are like, I have so much stress and anxiety about getting to the gym. I don't, I, I don't even want to go. Yeah. See, I love the acknowledgement of the fact that our bodies are designed to move throughout the day. And the we've been so accustomed to such prolonged periods of lack of movement. And then we have a short period, which essentially, even if you're at the gym for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, that's still a very short period of your day. And like we have designated that period of time to be the time for movement in this other, these long other periods of time, whether you're working at a desk or you're sleeping or you're, you know, watching a TV show on the couch at, at home. It's like those other periods are designed for no movement. And it's like, that's not really how our body is designed to move. So that, but that has become our culture. So in order to correct that, we have to become a little bit more purposeful about how we're getting in some of those movements and looking at some of the things that a make us feel overwhelmed and why do we feel so tired all the time and these have been things that have been kind of top of mind for me a lot because i've just noticed a lot and i want to i want to come at this with compassion because a lot of people are feeling very overwhelmed on a daily basis by tasks that they used to feel not necessarily overwhelmed by or there are small inconveniences and smaller than air bunnies, inconveniences that are making you feel overwhelmed throughout the day. And we have to look at what our threshold is for feeling overwhelmed and how maybe with our attention spans, has it shortened to the things that make us feel overwhelmed? And how might we, how might we be able to elongate that band a little bit? where we can figure out like, what, what are some of the things that I could accomplish that may make me not feel quite as overwhelmed? And that's where snack exercising comes into mind for me <laughs> because I can understand and really empathize with people who are just like, I am feeling so overwhelmed. One more thing of getting to the gym at the end of the day is very overwhelming or starting an entire session or starting a longer workout. Like even just like getting my shoes on feels overwhelming for me. Cause some of these snack exercising things, you don't even have to put shoes on. You know what I mean? Like it, it just like becomes like I could get this little bit of movement in. And sometimes when you have it in those small chunks, you can, increase the bandwidth for what makes you feel overwhelmed. Do you know what I mean? We can get, we can feel overwhelmed a little bit later because we have addressed some of those things that have been making us feel overwhelmed right from the beginning, push it off a little bit. Oh my God. I couldn't, I could not agree with that more. I feel like the thresholds for stress, the thresholds for like, and what's funny is that all of these things are making us tired, right? Because the more overwhelmed and stressed you are, right? Your response, your body's response to that is to signal like exhaustion, because it's exhausting to be that overwhelmed all the time. And so like the other big barrier at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day is that I'm just too tired. I'm too tired to commit to an hour long of intense exercise or, you know, even the thought of, like you said, like even the thought of driving to the, I'm so tired. And why are we so tired? Well, first of all, we are extremely underslept and every single study shows that at any exercise and including snack exercising is going to improve the quality of your sleep. 
So yay. Again, like you want to sleep better. You got to exercise more, which is like a weird, um, always thing for people. Cause they're like, but I'm so tired. <laughs> and the other thing is like you said that, that mental health aspect of moving and what it does to your feelings of stress and overwhelm. And even just brain fog of like, it's very stressful to be under a constant brain fog of like, I just, I can't think of the things. I can't remember the things I can't, I'm not being productive enough. And every single one of these little snack exercise studies is showing that like that it, we're going to boost all of those areas to make you feel less brain fog, less like unproductive. And it's so important, like you said, rather than having this block, like, okay, I'll feel good for this one hour a day where like, I'll I release all my day. endorphins. Yeah. <laughs> up until then I'll suffer but, like, <laughs> until I can, you know, and then, Oh God forbid, if something goes wrong and I can't go, I forgot my sneakers now. Well, there's my happiness for the day. It's gone. But, or there's my stress release. It's gone. But these things are going to give you that endorphin feeling, that happiness, like all of those things that you feel in that one hour, it's going to be like spread throughout the day, which is like, okay, happiness all day. I'm signing up for that. So let's just talk about a couple of the benefits of this if we haven't convinced you already. But obviously there's definitely a mindset shift when you stop restructuring your day around exercise and you restructure exercise into your day. There is a serious mindset shift that happens when it's not like I have to carve out time to work out, but instead working out is a part of my everyday life. And like that whole shift, I think, so if we want to really push exercise to the masses and moving every day with a purpose, that's the way. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so too. Well, it just becomes more digestible, first of all. And if we start to think about that, we're in a world that just wants so much productivity and wants so much like quick results. And I totally get that. But if we restructure how we think about movement in as part of that productivity, as part of getting the results, as part of being working at a higher function, I think we can really restructure how we think about some of that movement because you can do this. Like this isn't just for like people who work at an office job, but like if you're going to like kid drop off or whatever, or you're going to your kids games, you're like you could be sitting in the bleachers, like on your phone during that time, or you could be getting some movement in during those small amounts, those snack times where you're like, well, no, I don't have this whole like hour. I'm like in between driving and dropping off and doing all of these things. And I do have these small amounts of time though. And realizing like that is part that's just like baked into your day just becomes so much more digestible. Yeah. It, it's what once was not doable becomes doable. And the, one of the main problems that I see with people when it comes to energy levels is like the inability to like regulate their blood sugar, right? They're having these big caffeine increases that is like keeping them going. And then they're having these huge crashes and not being able to regulate your blood sugar has such a massive effect on your mood, on your energy levels. Like every interaction you have, your productivity, every everything that you do 
is so, I can always tell, Kelsey, Kelsey, <laughs> when's the last time you've eaten? Right? Mm-hmm. And the ability to regulate your blood sugar is enhanced immensely if you do like little five minute kind of movement things, especially after you eat. So they think about like, you know, taking a lunch break or whatever and kind of like sitting at your desk and working through it. And it's like, I, I get it. I, I do these things. I know. But if you thought about it in this way, like doing this is going to help me regulate my blood sugar for the rest of the day so that instead of at four o'clock becoming a literal piece of trash and needing a huge amount of caffeine to even think of a single decent idea. How about instead, if I take five minutes after I eat, do a little bit of light movement, and then all of a sudden the rest of my day is actually productive. You don't need any special equipment. You, the sitting thing and the posture thing, the studies that have seen, you know, people moving in these small ways throughout the day rather than sitting for prolonged periods and then going to an hour long workout across the board. They have better posture because you're firing muscles. Your muscles are awake. (laughs) I mean, you, you guys, like you could feel this if you just if you feel it like throughout your day, like I'm not much of a like sitter for long periods of time, but I'll notice it a lot more with other people when you're like slouching down and like really like sinking into that chair. Like all of those muscles are definitely asleep. Like get them, get them awake and you won't even have to think as much about your posture when you go to sit back down because awake muscles are sitting up. They're sitting up because they have blood flow. They're sitting up because they've recently been activated. Like they've been reminded to like fire. Muscles need reminders to work. Like you can't just turn them off and think that they're going to remind themselves to turn back on. So like the posture thing is huge. And one thing I really like is about this also is that that whole culture behind like exercise as a punishment And like something that like you have to dread. And it's like, I only do this because calories. I have to (laughs) counteract and work off those calories. This really changes that whole thing because instead of like, I have to burn X amount of calories with this, you're thinking instead of like, all of the benefits that you're going to get from this exercise, like, oh, I need some energy right now. I'm going to do 50 air squats. Like, it's, it's the gains instead of the things that you need to lose. And I definitely like that. Just inserting that idea. If the, if the only time that you've inserted that idea is talking about fitness, that is a mindset game changer for every other aspect of your life. What am I going to gain here instead of like, what can I lose is just a a shift for every single problem that you look at, every relationship that you look at, like everything that, that you start to like wrap your head around when it becomes shifted in more of a, like, uh, instead of a, like what I have to do this because like, or else I'm going to all of the, the other things like you've talked yourself into of like, I, I can't have any ice cream or I can't, but like, what am I going to gain with my energy levels, with my movement, with my sleep patterns, with my interactions with others? Like, what are the things that I have to gain here just becomes like a whole other a whole other mindset. 
we want to shift every single thing about your life. Yeah. <laughs> every single thought that comes into your brain is it's just like, what can I gain rather than what do I need to lose? And I mean, whoa, that's kind of like, you go to like sit with that for a minute because it's kind of a brain blower, but I'm not here for that today. I just, listen guys, I just got a face tattoo. Okay. I can't go that deep. Ways to incorporate this. I know that the best thing that you can possibly have is just like actionable tips. So like, what am I going to do today? A lot of people find it helpful to set reminders on their phone, similar to when you're trying to like put any new habit in place, like a water habit or whatever. People like like little alarms, reminders. I think it's great. I also think that stresses some people out. So if you're like a alarm reminder type of thing, like, hey, drink your water and do, you know, 20 air squats, like that's cool. But there's other ways to remind yourself to start this if this isn't already part of your habits. You can commit to like doing one snack at the top of each hour. So like, okay, it's nine o'clock, it's 10 o'clock. It's a lot. If, if we hit the top of an hour, I'm going to do something or you could link it with a habit that you already have. So I like this one because you're already doing one thing and you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just piggybacking on that thing. If you always have a coffee at two o'clock, and this is a very common thing, like people love habitual routines when it comes to like their caffeine intake. Every day at two o'clock, I have a coffee. That's great. Every day at two two o'clock, while you're making your coffee, you're gonna do 25 lunges. Like you're just taking a habit that's already in place. You don't need a reminder for that habit because it's already there. And you're saying like, along with my coffee, now comes lunges, now comes push-ups, now comes, I, I go do the stairs three times while waiting for my coffee. So that's a way, something we have to keep doing every night is making dinner. Every night, (laughs) people wait and they say, is there going to be dinner? And I say, I just cooked dinner last night. <laughs> Did you get for that. good enough for the rest of the week? <laughs> I think I've cooked enough dinners for a whole lifetime, but still, still, they come back every night. And so if you already have a habit where people are going to be standing there waiting for dinner again, then that might be something where you say like every, every day while I cook dinner, I do air squats while a certain amount like it's those things that are already there that's why the snacks are cool because they they don't need an additional amount of time they're just coming in they're just hey i'm just here to be in your life now yeah welcome i'm just here to to get some movement in and make you feel better i i love incorporating things where you already have a habit in place and just like tacking on some movement to it because i think it's it's one of the thing those things that can be really easily implemented for a lot of people and i think one of the things if you guys are if i know you well enough you're thinking but like which what are the movements how many times like does it have to be different every day like we're doing the thing. Don't do that. We're doing the Don't thing. Do <laughs> You're doing it again. Stop like, researching it. <laughs> like 
Could it be, could you start out with doing something like air squats every single time? Yes, you could. Something's better than nothing. Like it's, it's not something where you're like, I have to come up with a new creative thing every time. And then it becomes overwhelming. Like start with low hanging fruit of like, I could do five air squats every time I walk over to the air, to the water cooler. Is it a water cooler? (laughs) I was going to say bubble but then I was like, that's not it. You could like, that would be a great addition that would start that would start it going. One of the things that we didn't plan on talking about, because we're really talking about snack, snack exercising, but it's one of the things that keeps popping into my mind is some of these small things that, you know, you could reframe into being, helping you be more productive throughout the day or helping your like either brain function or just like feel better. And one of the things that has been kind of a looming one for me has all is always like meditation or quiet, um, uh, quiet time basically. (laughs) And I don't want to just, just put this in for exercising or just put this in for, you know, um, like strenuous, purposeful movement, you could be getting up and doing some stretches, which would be amazing. Doing some breath work saying like, I, when I walk over to the cooler this time, I'm going to take like five box breaths and just like watch what that does to your anxiety, how you're feeling, how you're turning back to whatever it is that you're doing, or just taking some like quiet for me, like meditation time that doesn't have to be this 20 minute, like overhaul thing. And looking at it as more of the time spent is not time wasted time spent on filling your cup in any way that you can throughout the day, whether that is movement, whether that's some stretching, whether that's some breath work, whether that's maybe like just a couple of quiet time, any of these snack size portions that you can work into making you feel better is worth it when it comes to your interactions, your productivity, any of the things that you want to accomplish, these things are worth it. That's so true. And just like food snacks, your body will tell you what you want for that snack for that day. See, that's the thing that like what that as you were talking, I was thinking about, I was like, if you're really listening, like your body really does tell you the other day, this is the opposite of snack exercising, but I had like a 40 minute like AMRAP and I, like two people enter a session. Right. And like my training partner saw that was like, Oh God. And I was like, yay, because like I saw that just for that day, some days that would be like super overwhelming. But for that day, that felt like a 40 minute break that I was just so excited to get into of like, it was like just counting and just movement. (laughs) Like like for me in my mind, just for that day, it was like that 40 minute break is like no thing I'm looking forward to where there's like just music. There's just counting. It was just like, that was 100% like what I needed on the flip side of that. Like sometimes you look at just like just a five minute thing or just an eight minute thing. And you say like, that is exactly what I need today. It's so true. And I think that that's the beautiful thing about movement. And that's the beautiful thing about incorporating it in ways that really works for you. And I think that's what this trend is about. And 
there hasn't been trends about that in a long time. So I wanted to give this some light and some breath because and some amplification because it deserves it because that we are finally coming around to some good fitness trends and I'm like here for it. So if you haven't tried this guys, you know, this is for everyone and um, I plan on every single time that I check my email today, I'm going to incorporate five push-ups. So that's my snacks or sizing for the day. And whether that helps you check your email less or, <laughs> or get better at push-ups, both are a good thing. So we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, get in our free app, CVG Nation, available in your app store. We have an amazing community of women, coaches to help you with your movements, challenges, and we give away leggings daily in there. Rachel and I are in there every day, so it's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. Have an amazing week. Crush your goals.